0: Hi, this is Ken Finnan, and you are listening to Blue Collar Finance, the podcast where we take complex finance and investing concepts and make them easy to understand. I've been working on Wall Street for over 30 years, and I will explain everything in plain English so anyone can understand. Every week, I will tackle a new concept so you can actually understand investing in finance terms. If you have a topic you want to be discussed, please visit my website at capadvantagetutoring.com and leave a comment. Also, you can visit me on YouTube at Capital Advantage Tutoring. Subscribe to my channel and let's unlock the language of Wall Street. Okay, disclaimer time. This is not an investment advice. And if you need assistance or advice regarding your investments, please contact an investment professional, not me. So when securities are sold to the public, for the most part, they're registered. Well, not say for the most part, but the ones we know are registered under the Act of 33 with SEC. But actually, almost two times as many securities are not registered. They're the private placements, Reg A, 147, Reg A, some sort of unregistered security. And that's kind of where we're leaning toward now. And in reality, we're actually leaning more toward what they call Reg D, private placement. So if that's $3 trillion worth of securities that are unregistered, Reg D is almost $2, million, $2 trillion of that. So most, most, the most popular way, if you want to say, of issuing a security to raise money is Reg D. And that's, we're not talking about Reg D here, but we are going to be talking about who can buy on that. So if you register your securities, fully registered, you know, you're going to go public and everyone knows your name and on the exchanges or whatever it is, um, anyone can buy. That's not a problem. That's anyone can buy, you, me, my cousin, my daughter, whatever. Okay, as long as they're 18, If not they have a custodian account. But, um... We're talking about Reg D here. So Reg D has limits on who can buy, like accredited versus non-accredited. So that's what we're going to talk about. So accredited investors, it used to be, the old rule used to be, you had to be rich, which we're going to get into. Sophisticated and rich. You know, you're walking around with a tuxedo and a long cigarette holder. So, sorry, bad joke, but sophisticated means you understand the risks and rewards and stuff like that. So, Accredited used to be this, and it hasn't changed. They just expanded it, okay? So accredited is you either have a million net worth between you and your husband, you and your husband or our wife, um, not including your car and house, but I've never seen a question where they go that deep. Or you have 200 grand a year salary if you're single, or 300 grand a year salary if you're miserable, I mean married. So again, one, two, three accredited. Remember that, 1200000 2, One, two, three, accredited. Let's add a couple more to that, but that's the basics. Um, you can add if you're if you're an officer of the issuer, yeah, you're accredited. Like if you're an officer of the issuers sh- issuing these private placement things, yeah, you should be accredited because you know what you're doing. Um, also, if you're an institution with over five million other assets, that's going to be an accredited also. So now that's easy. So that means you can buy on Reg D, and we'll talk about that in a second. But what they did was they added in just the other week in the middle of 2020, end of August. The SEC came out and expanded it. So so they're going to allow knowledge to be not just money. So you can't just be rich guys. They're allowing knowledge to help you. So if you have a professional designation, if you have the Series 7, the Series 65, or the 82 right now, they may add more. But if you have, if you've passed and have the Series 7, the Series 65, or the Series 82, which is private placement, register rep, you are now considered accredited. They also add, if we if a private fund is issuing, then knowledgeable employees, it doesn't have to be an officer, just employees who know their stuff, which is kind of, okay. They've also included all foreign governmental bodies, like tribes and governments and all that stuff, okay? Um, if you have a family office, more than $5 million. And here's another one, a spousal equivalent. So let's say you're not married and you're living with someone, okay? Um, not your roommate, I'm saying actually living in a relationship. That's called a spousal equivalent. So they're not making you be married. Like it used to be, you, if you, two people lived together, they couldn't pool their resources to be accredited. Now they can. So if not, again, not roommates, not your best friend from college, unless. Um, so the point is, if you're living with someone and you haven't, you're either engaged or just what the equivalent, cohabitating is the word, the equivalent of being married, you can pool your resources to push yourself up to, the, the accredited part. That's the new rules. It's not a big deal. It's not even adding a ton of new people, but it is adding stuff on. So accredited investors, remember, one, two, three accredited. One million net worth, 200 salary or 300 salary-free joint, or an institution with five million, and then they add it, and that's good. So again, if you see person as a Series 7, 65 or 82, or they call a knowledgeable employee or a foreign government, including Indian tribes and stuff like that, Family office, of $5 or more, or a spousal equivalent. All of those have been added to the definition of an accredited investor. Now, since I'm on a roll, let's talk about this for a second. So if you are issuing under what they call Regulation D, D is a private placement. A little bonus at the end of accredited to make you watch the end. Okay. So Reg D is a private placement. And like I said, most, most securities are issued under Reg D. It's the most popular because... You can raise an almost unlimited amount of money, but let's fix that, okay? So let's do this. So if you, under Reg D, it's a private placement. You're selling it to rich guys, rich guys and girls, okay? So now, under Reg D, we have technically three subsections. We have 504, okay? So 504 is about the money. So if you're going to raise $5 million or less every year, then, um, then you can basically use Reg D 504. The thing is, anyone can buy this. So there's no accredited or non-accredited, okay? Now, that works. So there's no really restriction on who can buy or whatever it is, but they do have to deal with state rules because it's a smaller issue, okay? Now, if you're going to raise more than $5 million, or let's say you want to have a little more stuff, okay? So it doesn't, you could actually technically do a 506 with 3 million, but we just think of it as anything over 5 million, you do 506. Now, 506 is five, is up to no limit, no limit at all, but you cannot advertise, okay? But here's where the accredited comes in. You can raise as much as you want, and you can have an unlimited number of accredited investors or rich people, but only up to 35 non-accredited, as long as they are sophisticated, you know, the tuxedo. Um, so unlimited number of accredited and only up to 35 non-accredited, but you can't advertise, and you are listed, you are limited to registering with the state. You will have to absolutely have to register with each state as it's registered, okay? 506C is the big boys, right? This is the one that, if you're gonna raise a lot of money and you really wanna have restrictions on it and not deal with um, the states. So 506C, only accredited investors, so no non-accredited. So the accredited list we just did matters, okay? So 506B, it matters, too, because it's up to 35 non-accredited. Everyone else has to be accredited. 506C is going to say, I'm going to raise as much as I want, but I'm not going to allow non-accredited. Everyone who invests has to be accredited. And then because I'm doing that and only really rich people doing it or sophisticated, I don't have to register in the states. I don't have to follow blue sky laws or states and i can advertise as long as all my investors are accredited i can advertise because their idea is that even if little grandma or grandpa doesn't have a lot of money and she wants to buy on it she couldn't even if she saw it and was like oh i want to buy it she can't okay and for the most part and all of reg d okay all of Reg d you have to um hold it for six months fully paid so usually when you fill out a Reg d when you buy one You have to fill out a PPM or investment letter. And it's basically going to say on that letter, I know it's risky because it is risky. And I know I can't sell it right away. Okay. And the reason they're making you hold it under 144, which will be a later later thing, the reason they're making you hold it is so that you don't resell it to an unsuspecting person. And I guess their idea is that the first six months is your riskiest time. So you have to hold it during that time. So then you're taking the risk because you Thank you for listening to Blue Collar Finance. I appreciate you listening in and just hanging in there with me with my ramblings. I'm hoping to improve the quality a little bit. I'm still learning how to do this. But if you like what I'm doing, please follow me on YouTube under Capital Advantage Tutoring. And, um, and I do a live Q&A, mostly on the exams. But, if, um, but really, if you have a question about a product or something and you're not taking one of the financial exams, feel free to join and I'll be happy to answer the question. Thank you very much and have a good night.